0: This is the stinking truth. Boy, there's some impressive stories out there. How about CJ Stroud? You've done some Houston games. Yeah. And we're at the point now where folks are starting to talk about CJ Stroud as a possible MVP
1: candidate, which after games like Sunday – doesn't seem so far fetched. No, not at all. I mean, the way he's played, and let's face it, I mean, this is a Houston team that a year ago just was dread. You know, they were talking about um, tanking for whoever and all that kind of stuff. And um, and now you get, you know, the you get a new kind of attitude there. I love D'Amico Ryan's, the way D'Amico coaches a football team, man. He's positive energy at all times. But CJ Stroud is a guy that I've had a chance to sit down with now twice. And just one, when you sit down and you talk to him, man, he is so buttoned up and so thoughtful. And, you know, it's just not one of those cliche type of baloney answers that you hear all the time. And we hear it in Denver for, oh God, forever. It's like, like they start listing guys like, hey, uh, you know, hey, Russ, you uh, uh, what do you think uh, is the key to the red zone? <laughs> we got so many good players out here. You know, we've got Bullsey out there at the left tackle position. We got McGlinchey at the right tackle position. They're just really playing well. Hey, I mean, well, I didn't even mention Cush the way he's playing on the inside. But you know, Cortland Sutton. Will do it, but, you know, and you're just like, for the love, I not even what I ask you. For the love of Pete, answer a freaking question. And then you got C.J. Stroud, who's like, wow, let me think about that. That's a really good, you know, and, and he'll detail kind of what he's thinking and the way he's trying to approach the game. And the thing that continues to resonate with me in regards to C.J. Stroud was a conversation I had with Bill Lazor. Now, Bill Lazor is a longtime coordinator, longtime offensive guy, you know, a guy that consults and a guy that helps train this young quarterback every day. And he talked about feet. And he talked about the rhythm of an offense tied into the feet of the quarterback. And he said, you know, the college game does not produce guys who are good with their footwork because they've never had to be. And it's interesting when you start to break it down, Mike, because you look at what's going on in our country in regards to football. It starts with seven on seven. We run all these seven on seven camps where it's, you know, you you don't have, Offensive line, you don't have defensive mm-hmm. line. It's just you know shorts and t-shirt, but you're playing from shotgun all the time. So you're not working on the mechanics of your feet, how your feet are tied to routes. You're just being a complete and total sight thrower, and so and then it transitions to the high school game, and then to the college game where you're never under center. You everything you operate is out of gun, and so what that does is it lends you to have like dirty and 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 lazy feet. And so CJ was like, hey, listen, man, I have been under center since I started playing this game, since I was in Pop Warner, and then on to high school, and then in college, you know, we played a lot out of shotgun, but we played a lot under Ryan Day at Ohio State um, under center. And you look at Houston, and I would tell you, having done several Houston games, that um, they're under center just about as much as anybody I watch on tape. There's a few teams that play under center more. But they are under center a ton. And his feet are so good, and he is so tied to the routes and the route combinations, and um, the kid is exceptional. The other thing I'll say sets him apart is he is so detailed that he just doesn't make the same mistake often. You know, he just prides himself on that. And he says – it was funny because I had he and D'Amico Ryans. D'Amico Ryans was coming in. We were finishing with, with C.J., and he says, "I oh, you know, I I drive coach crazy because if something isn't perfect in practice, I always ask to do the repeat. And you know, they're trying to manage the reps of some of their offensive linemen or some of their receivers and everything else. He goes, No, no, I gotta have it again. And then he'll call out, they'll try to put some no, 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 I don't want, you know, the backup receiver and right. I want the same guy that I just screwed this thing up with because I want our timing to be down. So attention to detail. He is uh he's a fun fun guy to talk to, and an unbelievable competitor, and his attention to detail is phenomenal. Meanwhile,
0: for for Cincinnati, this is a real setback loss, isn't it? I yeah. I, I, I know we were talking about it, and, and I, I felt strongly about it, and you didn't really argue with me. The idea that Cincinnati was emerging as maybe the team in the AFC that nobody would want to play, well, now all of a sudden they kind of – one step forward, yeah. two steps back. Type uh, yeah, thing.
1: I, I still think you look at I think you look at Joe Burrow and what Joe Burrow was able to do. But let's face it; I mean, 316 yards passing, only 60 yards rushing. Um, you know, they are they are speaking the exact opposite of Houston. They are, I mean, they may run two plays under center at at any time during the course of the game. So they are a shotgun team that is based upon Joe Burrow. Um, and Joe Burrow pushing it down the football field, and they did that on occasion, although he threw a couple of picks in that particular game, but look at the juxtaposition of of Houston rushing it for whatever they rushed it 188. for, 188 yards. And Cincinnati rushing it for 60 yards and the balance and what that balance does for you in the play action game and all those different things. And then helps eliminate, even though CJ Stroud did throw a pick, but it helps eliminate and helps you win that turnover battle. Because when you start talking about most likelihood of, of turnovers, when it comes to fumbling, the number one guy, the number one culprit of fumbling is the quarterback. The number two guys are the receivers. Then it goes to the running backs, and then, obviously, the interceptions. So, it probably goes, you know, in that order, interceptions, quarterback. That's where the majority of your issues are going to come from. So, if you're running the ball, it takes you out of those positions where you have the potential to lose the turnover battle. So, um, I just love the way Houston's playing. I love miko Ryans. I love the way they're playing. But I still look at, at Cincinnati as one of those teams that – push comes to shove, not a lot of people are going to want to play the Cincinnati Bengals.